0: Hey, John Harris here with the Rock Metal Podcast. Join me as we get to go behind the scenes into what goes into producing records and making music as we interview some of our favorite and soon-to-be-favorite bands. Today we're chatting with Ryan Brooks of Sleep in Motion, for fans of Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Alter Bridge. We'll be chatting about Sleep in Motion's new EP, Separate, produced and recorded by the band themselves, mastered by Eric Miles at Forum Studios. We'll get to hear the story about how all of that came to be, why it's so important to see yourself as a professional musician along your journey, and so much more. So please stay tuned to the very end. But first, let's check in with our beautiful sponsors. Asher Media Relations, doing public relations for everything loud. For your band needs to be seen and heard in print, online, and radio. Head over to AsherMediaRelations.com. That's AsherMediaRelations.com. Mention the Rock Metal Podcast and get your band noticed. Syndicall Music is a full service agency for musicians offering record label services, marketing, branding, production, and management. Head over to syndicallmusic.com. That's syndicallmusic.com. S Y N D I C O L music.com. Mention the Rock Metal Podcast and take your music career to the next level. Alright, Ryan, welcome, and thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Go ahead and say hi to all of our beautiful listeners.
1: Hi, I'm Ryan Brooks, and I am the lead singer in the band Sleep Emotion from the UK. Thank you for having us, me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, everybody else is here in spirit, right?
1: Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm, beautiful. Now, Ryan, what was the greatest moment for you producing this new record, this EP Separate? Um, Producing the
1: EP, it was the fact that we got to do it all together. Um, It was really... It was, it was good for the, for the aspect. We always record the drums in a studio, but we tend to do everything else like kind of in-house. So we'll do bass, guitars and vocals uh, all together and self-produce it and mix it ourselves. And then we just get it sent off for mastering. Um, so it's, it's kind of really fun that we all get to kind of do it together and it gives us a lot more time and flexibility um, purely for the fact that it's just nice being able to control kind of all sides of it and we're not on a time limit in a studio. Um, you know it's all our own time, so if we want to record whenever we can just plug in and go um so yeah it's kind of it's kind of really nice to be able to do that all together and all sit around and do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Fun, you get to record and mix the record together, not being on a time limit, you know, there's no management, there's no A&R, there's no record company breathing down your back. But more specifically, you mentioned uh, the studio time part of it, you know, not being on a time limit in the studio. Take us maybe a bit more through that. Yeah, so, um, well, studio time, I mean, we could we could
1: do it all within within a studio environment, but obviously, being a band that's not signed. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of money to be able to, to to get these things and to be able to use professional studio equipment all the time. So we've kind of done it ourselves and got as much as we possibly can to record bass, drums, guitars, um, all at home. But drums are just like, you know, with the amount of microphones over drums and you want to get that perfect studio sound. Um, yeah, you just need a good, a good space and a good recording place for that. And luckily we found one uh, in Nottingham. Which is our home home time. Um, so yeah, we, we we managed to make it work, and the rest, like I say, is done all at home. Um, just all recorded. That's the beauty of the twenty first century nowadays is that it can all be done kind of isolated, and you know we can do we can do it away. We can take things away. It doesn't all have to be in one certain location, which is kind of great for us that um, we can just kind of work on it apart and send it to each other, and yeah, just do it like that. It's cool.
0: Yeah, work on it apart, send it to each other, the glory of the modern age. But more importantly, you mentioned, you know, doing what you can on your own as a band to save money. But then here you are recording the drums in a studio space because you said, well, they've got the acoustics, they've got the microphones, they've got the preamps, you know, in order for us to do that at home, it's just it's not possible. So it's choosing what to spend the money on, which is super smart. Now, Ryan, what was the biggest challenge for you on this record?
1: Um, I I live further away um from the other two guys. Um so I kind of live about three hours away from um from them so we're not exactly in the same location so we can't always be together but um i also think it kind of works as a a positive in the way that we're not with each other all the time so we really make the most of the time that we're together and it's very productive so when i go up the country i live in uh, devon which is um near cornwall um and then they're like really midlands based like they're in the center of england and and that's where i'm from originally Um, so, yeah, when I go up there, it kind of, it's really good because we kind of have like two, three solid days and it is all just music. And um, we have a few beers at night, but, you know, it's 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 really, really focused on the music. Whereas, you know, if we were with each other all day, we might not as be productive. So I think it's kind of, it works in our favor in a way that when I come up or they come down to to me. It it works really well.
0: Okay, very cool. Now, one of my questions I was going to ask, you know, as you said, well, we live really far away from each other. I thought, okay, you know, there might be some bands listening in or musicians listening into the podcast right now who have a similar sort of Mm -hmm. scenario or story. Um, How do you, and you kind of already mentioned it, but how do you overcome that challenge or what have you learned from that challenge going further into uh, the work, like for example, you mentioned you guys are recording a full album right now. How do you? How did you learn from that in this in recording this EP?
1: Uh, I think it's it's really important to obviously stay in touch, and it's it's great for planning. I mean, we can. It's just good. It's about being structured, and we're kind of taking it now as 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 we're professionals of it. We we try and be professionals, but you know, but like, like we. We try and put things in place so that it's it's structured so we know when things are going to happen. So we're working kind of to, I mean, we, we know now what's going to happen in January, February next year. So we want to, we work in like a year advance. And I think that's really important for any band is to kind of get a plan in place of where you want to be and where you want to move to. Um, that's kind of my biggest advice, really. And if, if you want it to work, then you've got to do everything you can do to make it work. And you know sometimes it sometimes it is long drives and long places, but if you can't do the long drives now, then you're n- you're not going to be doing many long drives on tour <laughs> so from the tours that we've done and from the tours that we've done in previous bands, we know how kind of grueling that life is so you know it's um we we're, we're kind of used to it as well. we've had a long time in the industry, um like I say all being in previous touring bands, so we we kinda we kind of know the industry and we know what it takes to to be it and you've kind of got to stick at it and and keep going with it. So yeah. And we're lucky that our country, you know, it only takes 10 hours from top to bottom, whereas you guys, that's one state sometimes, isn't it? So, you know, we can't complain really if, you know, we, we can't complain at all. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's not too far.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm in Canada, baby, but definitely a similar story. It takes a very long time to go from one province to the next, especially in Western Canada. So if I've got any company, you know, raise your hand. Woo-woo! But, yeah, understanding the industry, understanding the group. uh, You know, if you're not going to survive a tour, a small tour trip or a small van trip, you know, on on the small scale as a band, you're probably not going to be able to do it on the large scale. But also seeing yourself as a professional musician and working one to two years in advance, setting those goals, know where you want to go. Is setting up those pieces in advance. I mean, super heavy hitter right there. But Ryan, what are some of the themes on this record? I read in the EPK something about getting some things off of your chest. Yeah, I think um, I think in the kind of
1: situation and the current state that we're in now, I think it's kind of fair enough that most people in in the UK are pretty pretty angry at the minute. Uh, um, certain things that are going on. I mean, we try and stay stay away from politics. While well, like I do for writing, writing lyrics. Uh, this is more kind of personal things, I think. This EP, I feel like I had to get some of these things off my chest. Um, and yeah, I'm glad I did because now it's you know, it is like a therapy kind of thing, and once it's out, it's out. And um, I kind of like the fact as well that I don't really talk too much about vocals, I, I like kind of hearing people's interpretations on what them songs mean to other people. I mean, um, that's really cool, and um, I, I it's just really nice to hear what. Other people think of the music rather than kind of giving what what it's about because I think that it's I mean the amount of songs that I listen to and I they, they have a meaning to me but then you know you hear the other guys say or, or the other bands saying oh well I actually wrote it about this and it's nothing to what you kind of think it is and I really like that about music is that it can you interpret it to what your feelings and how you see what you're seeing at that time in, in 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 your life and i think you always kind of remember that once you hear a song and if it sticks with you you kind of remember the feeling you felt when you first heard
0: it i definitely hear what you're saying there trying to save you from politics getting personal um yeah. getting, th- getting things off your chest using it to be cathartic and therapeutic and you mentioned it was good for you um was that difficult to get personal and to get vulnerable take us through the stage i guess from making the decision to do so unless you already had, you know, years ago sort of thing. Um, And what that feeling of release was like, because I think that would be very important for everyone listening in right now.
1: Yeah. I think it's a really good way. I, uh, I try and put it all out and kind of leave it on the, leave it on the paper as, as the saying goes. And then I feel like it is a, it's a relief for me to get it off my chest. It's a nice feeling for me to be able to just open up and, you know, some some of the lyrics are very um kind of a lyric within a, li- a lyric. If you know, if you know what I kind of mean by that, but for me, I just I find it such a, a therapeutic kind of getaway, and it's just nice to kind of get it out. And once it's out, it's out. And I love the fact that people can um like I said, people can interpret it, but yeah, they've got specific meanings to me, and I'm I feel very proud. And I spend a lot a lot of time going over the lyrics. Before they're exactly how I want them to be. But then I don't know, you know, sometimes like I have, I'll go over them for a long, long time, and then sometimes it's the first draft that goes through. So it's like it's such a mix, mix and match of kind of how I work. There's not really one kind of set way that I go about this. Especially, like I say, with the new record as well, that's that's very much the same. Some of the lyrics are like, very kind of like straight away, they're there, done, let's record them. And some of them I'm working on now and I'm kind of thinking, no, I don't like that, I don't like that. And just changing them constantly. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, for me, it's very important to to say how you feel. And um, it's I find it very therapeutic and nice to get it off my chest. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a hard question, actually.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, I think you did a good job of answering said question because... I've heard it before in a couple of different ways. Um, mm. That if you get vulnerable, you're able to connect with more people. But that's that's a difficult transition for a lot of artists to make because I think in the beginnings, maybe when we're young or just naive or whatever, it's like, well, I can hide behind this guitar or I can hide behind these vocals. And then people are like, it's a good song, but there's something I'm not getting and I can't put my finger on it. And it's the connection. There's a there's a lack of of connection. Yeah. But, you know, to sit there and, and have your band go, whoa, you went through that? Like, yeah, you know, mm. I think it changes everything.
1: I find I find the scariest kind of thing is when when you first, obviously the, the other two guys, they're my best friends in the world. And, um, you know, when I first send them a song or, or something like that, I kind of get this initial, like, it's to them, I you know, I... I, I there's a, there's a huge stigma around mental health, isn't it at the minute? And, um, people not talking and we, we all of all three of us together, try and be as very open and honest about everything like that as, as we, as we possibly can and possibly feel. Cause that's so important. And, um, I, I feel like, you know, we, we send these songs to each other and, and we, we can tell how each other feel, how each other feel. And, um, and I think, yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's very, it's very much a therapeutic process to, um, to write the songs and to send them to them like I really appreciate the guys when they when they um come back and say they like the meaning of the song and they understand it and they understand why I wrote it so yeah definitely I mean I tell them I tell the guys everything and then it kind of comes out in the songs so they get it they they hear it and they kind of like you say they kind of take a step back and be like oh that's 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 how you feel you know but yeah it's cool it is a a cool process
0: It is a cool process, and that is how you feel, baby. But yeah, being vulnerable in the lyrics, connecting with your audience, connecting with yourself, even connecting with your band. More to come, but let's go ahead and check in with our beautiful sponsors. 2 Madsen is responsible for producing, mixing, and mastering some of the best metal for over the last 20 years. From Meshuggah to The Haunted to Poison Black, Kemper Profiler Packs for guitar players, and Easy Drummer Expansion Packs for programming drums, 2 Madsen can take your production to a level previously unheard. Head over to 2Madsen.com, that's 2Madsen.com, T-U-E-M-A-D-S-E-N. Click Contact, fill out the info for your next project, and let 2 know that the Rock Metal Podcast sent you. Wormhole Death is a modern record label, publishing and film production company born in two thousand and eight. Getting signed to this label means global distribution, publishing, and marketing with Wormhole Death's roster of global partnerships. Head over to wormholedeath.com. That's wormholedeath Submit your band and let them know the Rock Metal Podcast sent you. How would you define success at this stage of your career? It could be with regard to this release. It could be as up to this point. You mentioned having uh, some. What's the word I was going to look for? Looking for here. Um, some time already in the industry. So how would you define success at this stage of your career, Ryan?
1: Um, I, I find success in what you make of it. I I feel for me, my success is if, if we write a good song and we're all happy with it, like, and we, we all appreciate that. That's kind of my success. Like I don't, I don't seem to measure success on like the gigs we play. I always find it like within. So like how we're feeling all together as humans, you know, if we're, if we're all happy with the direction that we're going in, we're all happy in the studio, we're all happy at practice, or we're all happy just all together, then to me that's success, and we're successfully being a band that's that's functional and that are capable of of doing things you know from from previous experiences in bands that I've been in, you know it was it was we played great gigs and we played amazing things what looked great but behind the scenes like it wasn't a nice environment. It was, it just wasn't a nice place to be. Um, and so I think it's so important that there's harmony within the group. And I think once there's harmony and once there's friendship involved, then I think if it's a solid foundation, then you can only build on that. And I feel like once the success is there and being successful within each other and as people, then I think you can only build on top of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm reminded of the proverb, something like, Who needs a great meal in a house of strife? Something like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Very cool. Um, Did you work with anybody notable on this record? I mean, you mentioned kind of recording it all together. Who did the mastering? What was that like? Did anybody else do the mixing?
1: Uh, No, the mixing was done all kind of by us. Um, We all sat together and did it. Um, We sent it to Forum Recording Studios, and there's a guy there called Eric Miles, who is the guy who mastered both of the EP's. Um, that came out and he's a great guy and um, he's worked alongside uh, a band called Slaves if you've heard of them over there yeah. uh, they just changed their name but I can't actually remember what they changed their name to but yeah that was a great um, place and we played that venue actually we got to know him with one of the other bands that we were, me and Alex were both playing in and um, he was telling us loads of stories about people who played there in the past and he, he told us that um, the owner once had Oasis play there and they played to like 10 people and they were actually a support band for something else and apparently um, they wouldn't serve Liam a drink because he was already like really drunk or something and then he um, he said to the owner of the the forum in, in Tunbridge Wells in, in England and he said I'm going to come back and I'm going to buy this place. That's what he said. He said he's going to get famous and I'm going to buy this place. I don't think he ever bought it but he got famous so half of it was right. Yeah, at least <laughs> so half yeah, of it was but- there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right about something for once. So, yeah. Yeah, you get cool stories when you go around these venues that have been there for a long, long time. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah. Wow. What a wonder (laughs) wall. Yeah. Beautiful. What's the number one thing you want people listening right now to the podcast to do? And this could be your chance to do a shameless plug. It could be a chance to do something. Give a spiritual message. I've had both.
1: I want... Uh, everybody to go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That'd be great if you could do that. We'd love to get you on the socials. Um, And it is Sleep Emotion Official. And there's links to Spotify, Apple Music. We're going to be dropping a music video soon. Um, And then we're also building up to the the album release in November. So hopefully, you know, you're all going to enjoy that. Um, Yeah, it's something heavier. It's something darker. Um, Plenty of feelings involved, plenty of anger. And, um yeah, if you're into that kind of stuff, then you'll find it there at Sleep In Motion official.
0: Okay, beautiful. All right, so everybody go to Instagram and Facebook. Actually, go ahead and go to the ca. I'll have all the show notes for today's episode where we can go ahead and have all of those links at the ready so that you can connect with Sleep In Motion. And we do have just enough time, if it's cool... You mentioned the debut uh, LP, the the long play, the full album. It's going to be coming out in November. We've been chatting yeah. about it here a bit. Drop C, bass player's got a five string, which actually goes down to B. Um, mm. Yeah, so we can do some dissonant notes here. Uh, it's a darker <laughs> sound. You mentioned a little more polished, maybe a little more slick, maybe some synths in there, but something heavier, something darker. Maybe take a minute to... T- pour out. What's what what should we expect from this record?
1: Yeah, so it'll be a it's gonna be a full length album. Um we're really excited. We're um we're kinda writing it and recording it at the same time, which is really cool. It's a nice process to be going through because it's fresh. So we're not sitting on tracks for a long time and you know, we're not second guessing them, we're recording them, bang, getting the drums done, going into recording while we're also writing the songs. So I'd say we're probably seventy-five to eighty percent of it written, and also forty percent of it is recorded and kind of done and being passed on to mixing but yeah so this time we're going to be getting it mixed um out of our hands which is kind of nice in a way because with me i do find it quite hard to let go of it um cause, you know i just want everything and, but i think it's, it's really important what we learn from the ep is to let other people hear it let other people feel it and you know let their interpretations of what we should sound like on a on a lp um kind of come back to us so it's it's nice it's nice to be working with other people so we're working um yeah we're just looking at a few different people who are mixing at the minute um and looking for people who are going to get to master so yeah it's a re- really interesting time for us really happy we've got the tour um for november and december as well in the uk to cover um cover the album and then maybe one day in the in the us that'd be nice wouldn't it <laughs> in the us and canada i'd like that that'd That's- be cool
0: it sure would, baby. You can do the uh, the Canadian tour, which is Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I imagine the same thing sort of happens maybe in England, like the English tour is London, and then maybe one, one or two other cities.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of like where like you see bands coming over from from the US. Like you, it's kind of the, the one or two places. Like with the Chili's Chili's gigs, when they get that kind of situation, and and to that level, it's you know Manchester maybe birmingham and then kind of one in london and that's all you get really um so yeah it's kind of shocking um when you see bands actually coming to like nottingham and, and places like that so yeah you kind of take the blessings on that one really beautiful
0: all right well ryan thank you so much for coming on to the rock metal podcast today
1: thank you very much for having us it's a really nice really nice to speak to you guys and yeah hopefully we'll catch up when the album comes out
0: for sure and that's it for this episode of The Rock and Roll Podcast. Stay tuned because next week we're going to be chatting with Liz Moritz of the band Gold Steps. Liz chats about the work that goes into making sure the songs she's working on have the right hook, the right melody. She wants to catch you. She wants to make sure that you enjoy the song as best as possible, among a few other great tips she learned from her producer. Go ahead and hit subscribe on your podcast player. Share it with your friends. And I'll see you next week.